You're listening to episode five of the Coffee Chats with a Life Coach podcast, and it's December. Throughout this month, on each episode, I'll take the opportunity, along with my guests, to review the year. We'll look at the wins, the lessons, and what, what we want to bring forward into 2024. Today, I'm having a coffee chat with friend and life coach, Katrina Kluster. We met what feels like a lifetime ago, when we were both at the beginning stages of our businesses. And it's been so fun to see the growth and the changes she's gone through in the past four years. And I'm so excited to have a chat today as we're both in a very different place than when we met. A warm welcome to Katrina, who I'm going to ask to introduce herself so we can get this conversation started. Hi. Hi. Thank you for the warm welcome. I love it. Um, I'm Katrina Kluster, as you said, and I am a life coach for women who have this like playing on repeat the story, like this can't be it. There has to be more. And they aren't sure what that is because they have really exhausted themselves in doing everything for everybody else, doing it perfectly. Sometimes they say it's like shoving themselves in this little perfect box of, who they thought they had to be and what they thought they had to do. And so I help them really uncover all of the shoulds, all of the expectations they've placed on themselves to get to the heart of what they really want and who they really are so they can show up in their lives like where they have that light inside of them that's actually lit instead of like I think sometimes they're walking around like zombies just feeling so exhausted in this role of pleasing everybody else and losing themselves. So I help them really find themselves again and show up in their lives in the way that they really want to. Beautiful. You know where I want to start this conversation? Because I think it also fits with the description of your of your person, the one that you usually coach. This is our second time trying to record the episode. We tried it again a few uh, a few days ago, and we had terrible internet connection. We eventually had to let go and say, you know what, we have to reschedule this. And immediately after, you went on Instagram and said, you know what, I had this problem and I dealt with it so much dif- more differently than I would have done a while ago. Can you talk me through that a little bit? Yeah. Um First of all, thank you for being just a part of my community and somebody that, like, I think when we show up, sometimes we're like, is anybody paying attention? And, you know, as you grow your business, that you do have those results. But I think there is something about having these people that we really deeply know there that feels like coming home. So I am in, even in being able to share that, I wouldn't have been able to do that years ago, but I was able to just share that as a win for myself, but also that I'm connected to women like you, who I know, and you shared something in your stories the other day. I was like, oh yes, this is so you, that you want people to feel seen and safe and cared about in your community. That was something that's important to you. And I think you that is for sure true. Like being in your presence, it's just like, it's all okay. Like you recognize that I'm human too. We're imperfect in this. We're just going to keep moving on. But one of the things I think that as, as you're asking that question, it's so true. Like when I, if I look at this journey of entrepreneurship, so much of it is we're, we're growing 
ourselves as we're building our businesses and those happen together. But um, I have been that woman that I now help who was just paralyzed by doing anything imperfectly. And in that process of trying to be perfect for everybody else so I could be seen in a certain way, I was exhausting myself because we know that's it's actually just not even possible. But so then what happened was I would just not put myself out there. I would say no to the things that I know were really meant for me that would have been good for my growth, that would have been fulfilling, that would have challenged me in a really healthy way. And I wouldn't have done it because I wasn't capable of loving myself through the process of not getting it right. And so I just think sometimes in coaching, we want the big shiny win and we want it to be, we think it should be right. If we link it back to this 30 day fix, like we were all sold this idea that, that growth. And if we're really able to celebrate something, it has to be something huge. And sometimes it is just looking at those tiny things, which are the big things really like, what are you doing differently that you wouldn't have been able to do before? I would have just beat myself up and I would have spun in my mind for a long time about how I was a failure and how I I don't know enough about technology and all of the things. And I just didn't do any of that. It was so refreshing. I think it's also interesting to look at it right now and understand, wow, would would I have really thought that I embedded technology when actually it was it was a problem that any of us could have had probably the weather the internet was bad there was nothing you could have done but I totally understand I would have done the same I would have thought I lost her uh, I wasted her time I wasted my time Uh, I didn't do everything that I could have done which is just ridiculous yeah and I will say all of those things started to run through my mind, everything, everything you just said. And I had to get to that point where I thought, yeah, that like I could go down that path. I've done that. And I'm just intentionally choosing not to do that. It's okay. I, it's not what I would have chosen had I been able to control the situation. But what can I control here? The only thing I could control is how I was going to choose to think about it. And so, yeah, it was like, oh, I just moved on. It was so nice. So I thought sometimes, like I said, we think it's got to be this big win. And like a lot of it is, what are the little ways that we're showing up differently? How are we thinking differently? What are we feeling that is lighter maybe than what I would have experienced before? So, yeah, here we are. We're going to do it again. And I'm excited about this all over again. And let's see, we did record a little bit last time, and I'm curious if this time we're going to say different things. It might totally happen. Yeah, I wondered that too. But let's keep going with this idea of um, the, the little things and how would you do it differently. But let's just look at the this past year. What is something that you are proud of? can be personal, professional, doesn't matter, that you, yeah, you're proud that you you did it differently than previous years. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing in particular, I think if I look back on last year, and I know we talked about this briefly last time, but my word for this, for 2023 was freedom. And 
the reason behind that word in particular was because last year I spent a lot of time thinking somebody else had the answer and that I was missing something and even that I was wrong in the way I was showing up. And I just got to that point. I remember it was, it was probably, it was in the summer of 2022 that I was spinning in my head. I would see, I, I drew this out. It was a red tornado, just like uh, I was obsessed with what would this thing be that somebody else has that I don't have that I need. And I was looking for an answer. Like what, what is it that program that roadmap, whatever it might be. And I finally got to this point where I could see what I was doing and watch myself and recognize that I had completely abandoned like what I know is true. Like for me, what is actually has been true in my business is there is not a right way. Like it's the way that I move forward and I learn and grow and and I show up and it works when I'm more authentic and I I choose to go my own path. But I had I had about six months where I spent some time just unwinding that. Like, why am I doing that? I want to do this differently. I want to learn to trust myself. And I really leaned into that work. And so coming into 2023, I was like, okay, now this is what we're doing. We are creating freedom to go our own way, like to be a trailblazer and make make this work in a way that feels really good. So one of the things I kept coming back to is this is my playground. Like there are no rules. I get to play and sometimes it's going to look messy. Sometimes it's not maybe going to make sense to somebody else and that's okay. But like I get to show up as if it were a new recipe I was choosing or you love to paint. So as if it were a canvas and I am painting and I'm just choosing to allow myself to explore who I am, how I want to show up, who this woman is that really wants to work with me. And the more I let go of the rules and allow myself to play, the more she then gets to do that too. So it's just been, I'd say that's my number one thing that I'm really proud of this year. I resonate with that a lot. I've been doing the same, trying to find, not trying, finding my own way. And it's true for business, but also for life in general. I mean, I apply the same principles for my diet, for example. Mm-hmm. I got to a point where I was tired to think that someone else has the answer and not me. It's exhausting to keep searching for something that will work for you again and again and again. And thinking, I, I think that was my thought. I'm absolutely tired of trying to find the answer through someone else. Yeah. So I I asked myself, okay, if if this is the last time we're figuring this out, it's not a diet, it's not a, a, a meal plan, it's not a recipe. How would we do it? What's step number one? And from there, we evaluate and, and see, okay, what worked, what didn't, what's step number two? And it's something that I'm creating on my own, even if it takes longer, I think it will still take less than if I continued trying the 
the solutions that other people are offering. Yes. Like I'm like over here nodding the whole time. I, I This is fascinating because I know you and I have both been on a journey of self-acceptance and, you know, our food journey has, has been like, I don't know, I can't even count how many years, decades I've been on this journey too. But I can see so many similarities in business building and diet culture and and like what we've been sold. So when you say that, that resonates so deeply with me. And I think that's part of what I came back to was this is very similar. And if there was an answer that was true for everybody that was out there that somebody had, we would all have the bodies we want, a food plan that works well, a movement plan that is perfect. And we would all like, this would be a non-issue for everyone because I have not met very many women in my life who haven't tried like, I don't know, 20 plus different secret, like the secret to getting the result they want. So if that doesn't work, then there has to be another way. And I think you're saying the same thing I am in a different way. It is about like listening to ourselves and learning to trust ourselves. But one of the big things you said not everybody wants to hear is letting go of the timeline. Mm -hmm. But you're right. I think you're right. Like, and if we did this for decades, like actually finding your own way, maybe it'll take a year or two, but a year or two compared to decades. Yeah. Yeah. That's a... That's a very good point. And I think there are people who are saying this, but we don't hear them. I've been in so many points in my life when I just wanted for someone to tell me what to do. Just tell me what to do and I'll do it. And there are people who are willing to answer that question, you know? Yeah. So we go for it. Even though there, you know, people like us now, they're saying you have to find your own way. You have to be patient and figure it out. But yeah, we ignore them. But I'm still, I mean, I'm, I'm the first to say I will go through periods in my business where it's like a lower, lower vibration, right? Where I'm not feeling like I'm creating the results I want and immediately I notice myself start to slip into that way of thinking again. Like, oh, I must be doing it wrong. There must be something that I need that I don't have. And like, and so just knowing now I can watch myself and say, oh, and catch myself so much easier and sooner than I would have before. So I would imagine with you, with like, you know, even our bodies, it's the same idea. It's not going to be perfect, but that evaluating process that you're talking about and being more aware of why we're doing what we're doing and how we want to maybe just fine tune it a bit for us. That's what helps, I think, in every area of our lives, really. Yeah. And I I want to um, mention here, we're not saying don't go and learn from other people or don't go to buy a plan or whatever it is. We're saying go and learn, of course, but don't do not do it with the thought that, oh, this is exactly what I'm missing. This is finally this, the solution I was waiting for. You go and, and do it with the mindset of, I want to learn this new element. I would like to understand how it works and then see how it can fit in my life. Yes. 
I think it's the intention behind what you're doing more than what it is you're doing. I think that that's a slippery slope when the thought is, this is going to fix all of my problems. (laughs) And it's like little, that's my little red flag. Right. I used to think as soon as I lose weight, like everything in my life is going to be better. That's it. That is the ticket. And so that led me down this path of really doing things that were really unhealthy for my body and not sustainable. Right. But for the sake of losing weight, because that was the answer. And I think oftentimes in our businesses, we're doing the same thing. So Yeah. Knowing your intention and being honest with yourself about what you're really thinking is so helpful. Yeah. And I love these two examples, by the way. I think weight loss and business growing are exactly the same. You can apply the same principles. Somehow they're just a really good match. Mm -hmm. And I think both of them require you to make some changes, deep changes, uh, identity changes that no, no other goal can ask you to do. Yes. Yeah. And when we talk about this, I know you're, you talk often about goal setting and I think we are mistaken. This is my interpretation, the way I understand it. And what works well for me is we, we set a goal. And I think that's really powerful in owning what you want and the result you want to create. But where we often, I think where I've often Um, led myself down a path that wasn't helpful was to think the result is what I'm creating and just fixating only on that final goal, as opposed to now the way I approach it is much more of like you're talking about who would I need to become in order to create that result and not just create it temporarily, but for that to be my new normal, to be able to hold that result and have it feel safe for me and to continue to build from there. So I think often, you know, like I think about the byproducts along the way and who I have to become, what do I have to think? What are the habits that I have to create? How are the ways that I need to Um, show up in my life differently. And along the way, we can see, this is why I think when we talk about noticing those small wins, how are you showing up differently that eventually that result, whenever the timeline, you never quite know, right? But whenever you create that result, you're like, of course I did. This is just the woman that I am. This is how I live my life now. And so I think that's a very different approach than I used to have when it was all about the external result being the thing that fulfilled me. And then it was never sustainable. It was really like hustling to create that, to feel better. Didn't work. Yeah, it can't work because even if you eventually get the results, your reality and your mind are now disconnected. And at some point, reality will again catch up with who you are at your core. So unless the identity changes, you cannot get, you can get the goal, you cannot keep it. Yeah, for sure. I've seen that played out in my own life, especially with the weight loss journey over and over and over again. Money is another one that I see as a very similar if we wanted to go in that direction. So there's so many, so many things we could talk about. Where you could notice, oh, you know, the lottery winner and all of these examples that would be perfect. But yeah, 
It changes the game when you're willing to really do the internal work to become the person who is actively creating that result, but from the inside out. It's funny you mentioned money. At some point, I had this uh, ha moment that both money and food are energy, and we treat it very similarly. And I really saw that some of my um, food problems are also very similar to money problems because they come from the exact same mindset Mm -hmm. from maybe how I was um, brought up. If you're thinking scarcity, of course you can see scarcity playing out in how I handle money, but then also how I eat because you know, I if I have it now, I will eat it now and I will eat as much as I can of it because I might not have it tomorrow. Same with the money. And when I realized, oh, these two are so similar, I was able to apply the same principles, the same solutions um, to both of them. It's yeah. amazing. I love, I love that. I would throw in another example that I've seen also is time. It's very similar. And I all people would say time is just a mental construct. And I never I, I like intellectually was like, I can see what you're saying, but I didn't really understand that. I'm still working on this, but that's another one that I can see. Oh, it's similar in, you know, the way you do one thing, the way you think about one thing is often the way that you play that plays out for other areas of your life. So yes, I love that. Wow, I think we could we could talk about this for a long time, but let's go back to our yearly review. If you were to give 2023 a grade, what grade would you give it? Um well, I'm going to go with a B because I just feel like I am so proud of how I showed up for myself and to be honest, it, it was often for me first, like I, and this is something you, I think would resonate with, but showing up in person and one-on-one is enjoyable for me in bigger groups. I'm learning how to create the capacity to do that more and more. Um, But to show up online has been my work and to get more comfortable with showing up online, sharing my own ideas the way, you know, sharing my stories, my personal experiences, sharing my voice has been something that if I look back, even last year, I was not doing and or I was doing it, but not from a place of really owning it. I was like, oh, here I go. And it felt really, um, it just, it didn't, I think it was probably coming more from that hustle idea, like hurry up and let's create this result. And this is what you need to do as opposed to really listening to myself and figuring out what my, the woman that wants to work with me needs to hear today and how I can connect my lived experiences and the work that I do to her specifically, and then show up and share from a place of really trusting myself to say, this is, this is really good. Like this is impactful and this is what she needs to hear and letting that be enough. Like sometimes you just show up, pat on the back, heart if I needed to like my stuff or whatever and move on as opposed to obsessing about who saw that, 
how many people noticed it? And I'm just letting that go and showing up from a place of like genuinely wanting to grow myself, but also genuinely wanting to serve the women in my community. And I'm like, wow, I'm doing the thing. It's so exciting. And I want to continue to grow. There are some areas coming into 2024 that I know skills I still want to learn and be really intentional with, but I'm really proud of like this, the way that this year has gone, the women that are coming into this work with me, this is so much fun to see who they are and have them be able to share their stories. Like it's vulnerable, really deep work, honestly, you know, for somebody to come in and share their lives with us, I think is something, I don't know, I can't even often put it into words, but it is vulnerable and really heartfelt work. So what's one of the skills that you're thinking about growing in 2024? Yeah, my um, copywriting is the one that I think I really, I just want to get better at it. And I have been um, in that place of wanting to just be an artist and creative. And there is still a piece of that that I think is fun. But I also know there are principles of copywriting that are really actually beneficial for whoever is reading your work, for them to be able to understand that it is for them and then take the next step to work with you. So that is an area that I really want to dive into, but not from a place like I'm really being careful, not from that place of this is going to be the thing, but instead from a place of, hey, I'm skill stacking. This is what business owners do. And I know that I could be, you know, enhance this area of my business and this skill that I'm learning is going to benefit, I guess, me and my clients, but not from that place of it being the solution to everything. So it's been good. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm curious, talk uh, again in a year and see how it went. I've done this exercise. I I was interviewed last year um, on a digital advent calendar. And this was one of the questions. What do you want to try for your business in 2023? And my answer was TikTok. And I said, let's meet again in a year and see how it went. And I've actually done it. I've done TikTok, which is a bit insane. Um, So I am looking forward to having the conversation again to tell her this is how it went. Well, can you just tell us how did it go? I'm really curious now. With TikTok, I think we have this expectation because we're told so that you will grow very fast, that you can get tens of thousands of followers or millions even because so many other people are doing it. And it wasn't like this. I mean, I started posting consistently around March or April and I still have only uh, 54 followers. Imagine, and I've been posting regularly ever since, and I get some engagement on my posts and I just keep showing up. That's not a problem. It was an experiment for me. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't the solution I was expecting. I, I really wanted to see how this will play out. And I recently started to play with ads on TikTok and see how that will change things. Unfortunately, I did the setup wrong and I didn't see that I can 
um, shift the focus to be towards getting followers rather than views. I kept it on views. So now my videos have thousands of views, but this hasn't changed my following in any way. I got a few more comments, a few more hearts, but that was about it. So my conclusion is TikTok is exactly like all the other platforms, unless you put a lot of effort into it, as in I've heard that you should be posting like two or three times a day to actually gain the following or play, or pay for ads. So I'm going to try that as well and see and do the proper setup <laughs> to see how it works. In the beginning, it was so scary. It was a new platform. I had no idea what I was doing. I still had have to, um, I have to search sometimes because the user inter interface is not very intuitive. And I sometimes have to search how to do something, but I'm still learning, still showing up. Um, and I will try again all throughout next year and see, see what happens. Yeah. I love that. I think um, I've heard before that you have to show up three times a day, that that's kind of a minimum in order to get traction. And so I think that's been the thing that I've thought, uh, I'm not willing to commit to that right now. But I also think one of the things you're saying is the idea that if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Yeah. In our businesses, I think that's something that I've learned along the way is this is like everything else. If it sounds like it's going to be easy and it's going to happen right away and you're going to create these results that seem insane, it's probably too good to be true. So remembering that it does require hard work and, you know, like a message that is clear as well as that consistency and time. Like I know not everybody wants to hear that, but sometimes it just takes time. Well, LinkedIn is one that I've been playing with the idea of being on. And I keep thinking, could I just Instagram LinkedIn? Because I don't want to have to be, I don't want to put myself in a box of how I think I should be showing up there. But you also, I mean, the truth is platforms are designed differently and people go to them for different reasons. So I do think it would require me to like really look into what is it that people want on that pl platform and what would help to be able to get my message spread there too. But that's one I've been playing a little bit with, but I haven't committed to. I love this. I've been thinking about it, playing with it, but I'm not committing to it yet. I do that as well. <laughs> yeah. Well, because I know if I say I'm going to do it, but I'm not really wanting to do the work. It's like, why? I'm just not, I'm actually not committed yet. I'm not all in. So let's not play this game of setting myself up to, because then what I do is I will be in that place of beating myself up or saying I should have done that. No, right now I'm actually not committing to that. So let's just, we can keep it on the maybe when you're ready list and come back to that, but it's a no for right now anyway. I only have one more question before we wrap this up. Because earlier today, I recorded another episode, a solo episode, because it's day 75 of the 75 Heart Challenge. And you are one of the people in the world I know that has done it. And I'm really curious about your opinion. Oh, gosh. Okay, so I'm not I'm, I'm proud of how I showed up. But I'm also, as I look back, I think I 
I never want to do that again. And if I were to do it, I think I would do it more like what you are is where you're looking at it and then tweaking it and making it your own. But when I did it, a friend of mine was already doing it. And so I thought, oh, this would be perfect to kind of do it together and encourage each other along the way. And I did it. Actually, two friends of mine were. And I did it with the expectation of perfection. And I even had gone into the Facebook group, which personally, I do not recommend just because it is a community of people who, if you're not doing it exactly as they say, there's a lot of dialogue in there about how then you're not actually doing it. And so um, that probably wasn't the best tool for me either. And but I did it. And, you know, I did say this is what I want to do. I held true to what I said I was going to do. I even you and I talked briefly about this, but I think it was like day 23 or so. I forgot to take a picture and post it. And I, in my mind, I knew it doesn't matter. You did all of the other things, but I knew that I didn't do it according to the way that they said. And he's very clear. If you don't, even if you don't post a picture, start over. So I did start over and um, I remember my friend was like, what are you doing? That's ridiculous. And I was like, this is just, I said I was going to play it this way. I'm playing the game this way. So I did. But at the end of the 75 days, it it wasn't sustainable. So at the end of the 75 days, then I didn't continue as if it were just a a new habit and way of being that I had developed. So that's my experience. I, I, it was, it was a season I was in, I guess I'm glad I did it, but had it, if I had the opportunity, if I did, chose to do it again, I would do it differently. I want to hear about your experience now. Well, there, there will be a full uh, podcast episode about this. And I, I feel that I'm somehow promoting it because I now have, this is episode five and I've talked about it on three of the five episodes. <laughs> Are people telling you they're now doing it? I hope they're not because I'm not actually recommending this. Um, And even though we did it differently, my conclusion as I was recording the episode today was I would not do this again. Yeah. Thank you. But no, thank you. Yeah. That's what I thought, too. For what reasons do you think? Was it the sustainability part or what is it that you didn't enjoy or wouldn't continue doing? I didn't enjoy the fact that I didn't have breaks for um, the exercise, particularly for for the walking part, especially as we're coming into winter now, it would be very difficult to continue in the same rhythm. And I also didn't like that I didn't have breaks for reading nonfiction during the weekend. If I would have breaks, that wouldn't be a problem. The workouts and even the eating not a problem for me. It was, it was easy. I could keep going um, almost effortlessly. But something I said today was because of the walking, in the past two weeks, I kept thinking, I cannot wait for this to be over. And I think it's so sad to wish your days away. Mm-hmm. And this is sometimes what happens when we do the sort of challenges or diets you're constantly thinking about the finish line and you are wishing that your days would be over quicker 
And I don't want to live like that. Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. One of the one of the things I have carried with me that has been really beneficial is this thought I had because one of, you know, you do the outdoor walk. And so I started in, um, it was late winter, early spring. And so our weather, it was still so awful. And I remember it was raining, snowing, blowing like crazy. It was awful. And I would throw, my brain would just throw a fit and I would get out on the road and I have a open gravel road near my house that I would go walk on, but I would get about five minutes in. And one of the things that I had kind of on repeat is this is so uncomfortable and inconvenient. And it started to be, at first it was like, I was complaining to myself, like, this is so uncomfortable and this is so inconvenient. And then it started to become my, I don't know, it's not mantra, but just like a thought that I had that was really empowering to say, no, this is really uncomfortable. This is very inconvenient. And I am showing up for myself. So as I even think about taking this into my business, one of the things as we talked about before is showing up in bigger ways, sharing my voice that has been very uncomfortable and often inconvenient. I have kind of been able to put that into other areas of my life. And it's been a a good motivator to say, yeah, sometimes the things that help us to grow the most are very uncomfortable and they do not, they, I don't know, we have to do them when we'd rather be doing something else. They're very inconvenient often. So there's a a takeaway. Yeah. I love the thought and I will borrow it. There you go. But leave the rest. (laughs) And then let the, I think this is where I'm moving into. We're just leaving all of those rules behind and we're just deciding intentionally how we want to show up. I'm never doing 75 hard again. Perfect thought to end this. Um, Thank you so much for being here. It was such a pleasure to talk and catch up. Even if we had to do it twice, you know what? That's great. I I would not mind to see you again. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you. I agree. Great conversations both times. Thank you for the invite. And until next time, bye-bye. Bye.